0: How many of us have created personalities? I want to live my own life. I don't want to live the life of someone else's dysfunction. Living a life that's was designed and I'm talking about in your mind how you think how you approach life the body will follow what am I living my life for what am I living my life in? I have to be living my life inside of something. The idea that you can live life outside of something. What is that something that you might live your life inside? A mindset, an understanding, a pronunciation, a pronouncement over your life. Some people are living the pronouncement that other people have spoken about their lives they're living it out I used to have someone tell me over and over and over again you're going to be just like this person just like that person just like this person just like this person and for a long time I was doing many of the same things that they did not being faithful, not being honest, not being truthful, not being present in people's lives. And then, thank God, praise the Lord, one day he showed me a twinkle of myself and I said, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to be that kind of person so I set out on a path to change to exchange a life I think first you begin to want to change then you begin to realize that you have to exchange I didn't want to leave broken children in the earth I didn't want to leave broken relationship with children that I produced and helped produce so I went back and began the process of healing that and it took 15 years and it's still an ongoing process but see now it's taking fruit it's taking root now the fruit is beginning to blossom now it's it's time to continue the continue the process continue the the the, the nurturing of a new relationship that I now have with my children because I didn't want to leave broken children in the earth See, now I think I got, I got a little bit more room to think about my Lord a little bit more. He can, he can expose a little bit more things to me about how he feels about certain things and what he understands that he wants me to know so that I can pray and be a physical tool in the process. Cause See, when you start to let things go, you have room for who a whole new set of thoughts. You have room for a whole new set of understandings. Because many of us pick up the same weight of our thoughts over and over and over again every day. We pick the same weight up. That same barbell of misery, we pick it up every day. And work out with it. And And we think we're doing ourselves our just desserts deserve to feel this way. I earned this pain. This pain happened to me and I earned it. And no one can tell me that I don't have the right to be hurt. How dare you take away from me my right to be hurt? And not only hurt, but the continuation of pain. See, we're in a circle, a mind circle. And so many of us are trapped in our thoughts. And we're circulating the same thoughts over and over and over again. You gotta get new thoughts. You gotta develop a new way of thinking can understand and continue to understand the ideology of the way you thought but so many of us are trapped in the past in the past that we're trapped in colors, the insight that we have of our present day life and sets in motion an understanding of a future that's produced from a colored past not having new thoughts when is the when is the last original new thought you've had that didn't involve or wasn't in some way attached to some lack or insecurity that's felt examine your thoughts See, that was the second part of the ninth challenge was the examination of thoughts i think the ninth challenge will cure many dysfunctions i think the ninth challenge will cure a lot of heart issues See, as you think in your heart, your mind projects. It's time for a new projection. It's time for a new heart. The ninth challenge will potentially give a person a new heart. Give them a heart Transplant. Because see, the first part of the ninth challenge, it's three parts to it. But the first part of the ninth challenge is that you, every face that comes to your mind, you must pray for it. You must ask God's mercy on it. You must pour out your heart towards it, towards that individual, until it's extinguished. Every single face, you have to say a prayer for them. It can be a short prayer. It can be a long prayer. It depends upon what the spirit leads you. But no face can come to your mind without you praying for it. Asking God's mercy upon it. It could be enemies. It could be celebrities. It could be frenemies. But you have to pray for them. and Ask God's mercy on their life. His protection, his peace, that he will reveal himself to his himself to them. That he will reveal who he is to them. That they will accept that and accept him. That's the first part of the challenge. It's the ninth challenge. The second part of ninth challenge that you must. Examine your thoughts. And you must match these thoughts up against three books. You must listen to the Psalms, Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. And just let them play in your house. And you have to examine your thought life. Do you pray like the Psalms? Do you conduct your... your, your, mindset like proverbs do you view your body like ecclesiastes how do you stack up against these three books in every thought that comes to your mind examine it against these three books that's the second part of the challenge the third part of the challenge is that you cannot use your imagination to predict the future in terms of I will do this and they will do that and I will do this and then this will happen. You're already creating a future for yourself before you even get to it. You cannot use your imagination and create scenarios in your mind That then your actions begin to carry out. This is gonna happen. Then that's gonna happen. When it comes to things that are strideful, when it comes to things that are in disagreement, you can't take your imagination and you can't create future hardships. You can't take that same imagination and you can't rehearse and recite or go back over all of the offenses of the past. You can't sit and think about how this happened and that happened and that happened and this happened. You can't use your imagination and continuously recreate what has happened and what was said and what was done. You have to say no. No, I will not use my imagination that way. I will not use my imagination forward in destruction. I will not use my imagination backwards. In calamity. I will say no bring my imagination under submission to my spirit. I'll bring my thought life under submission to my spirit. I will examine my thoughts. What's behind the way I think and I examine it against the word of God these three books not against my own wisdom but against these three books I examine my thought life so I spend time this is the challenge you have to spend time in these three books that's the ninth challenge Psalms Proverbs Ecclesiastes you have to examine your life against these three books believe this will cure your narcissism this will cure your compulsive behavior this will cure your depression this will cure your anxieties because you will have a place to deposit these things within the spirit of the living god You'll have a temple that has a table laid out before you. You will no longer have to be subjugated to just what comes into your mind. You will now be a miner of thoughts. A gold miner of thoughts. A diamond miner of thoughts. A silver miner of thoughts. A ruby miner of thoughts. Emeralds and jewels. Because every thought you will think... Can be harvested unto righteousness compared up against the three books of God. That's time well spent and see. You can become productive just by going through the memory files of your life and dragging it to the cross. So that you can stop the perpetuation of thoughts that have imprisoned so many of the people that are in your bloodline. You can set that curse aflight. it when Jesus says you shall cast out demons in my name you shall cast out demons but see you gotta understand we have to understand those demonic forces begin with us in your thought life and that's what you're mostly casting down is demonic thoughts continuously That's your reasonable service, that's your reasonable work. That's what a good servant, a good temple manager does. See, I don't know where we got this idea that the born again believer is is sitting on a pew, being fed, and, then, and that every good meal is a good meal is being fed. And I go back out in the world, I come back, I get hungry, I come back and get fed. I go out in the world, I get hungry, I come back and I get fed again. But we don't realize that that creates an individual that just has their mouth open and doesn't have their hands to the plow. Putting your hands to the plow, to the plow is dragging that thought, dragging that relationship that you have with sorrow to the cross. Putting your hand to the plow is dragging that broken relationship in your heart that you have with a parent, a mother, a father. That's putting your hand to the plow. it's time to put your hand to the plow. Dig out all that stuff in your life. Tell your story to the Lord. So he can dig it out. I had to tell the Lord my life story. Every horrible thing that ever happened to me. I had to tell it to him in detail. Why you say that? Because that way I'll have nothing to hide. And I keep, and every time I tell a story, it keeps unfolding. And this happens for a period of time, see. See, the Holy Spirit ain't giving up on you yet. The Holy Spirit ain't giving up on you just yet. Believer, I know you a believer. Holy Spirit ain't giving up on you yet, Believer. I know you may be a born-again believer, but you backslid and you're cardinal. The Holy Spirit ain't given up on you yet. You believe it as believing in God and going on and producing good fruit in his name. The Lord, Holy Spirit ain't forgot about you either. He's gonna give you a little bit more so you can produce a little bit more fruit in the name of Jesus. He hasn't forgot about you either. Three-quarters. of God's word is in the earth 25% has been devoured Holy Spirit has not forgiven has not given up on us yet the Holy Spirit is not forgiven up on us yet. The Holy Spirit is still in the working business, and His work and His business is to show us Christ. And the best way we can begin to know Christ is to know how He prays, because when you know how Jesus prays, you know what His heart is. And when you know when his heart is, then you can begin to change your heart into his life, into his likeness and his image. You can receive a heart that's born from his heart.